What's going on, Pacers? You know what time it is. This is Peace Talks, and I'm Will. I'm Caitlin. I'm Alex. And I'm Bergen. And here we go. All right, so this week in sports, we're going to start off with women's basketball, as always. The, the Lady Pacers won their last game against NC Wesleyan with a score of 81-66. to Mariah Ballin had a double-double with 22 points, 14 rebounds, and Kadijah Daniels had 21 points and 7 rebounds. Their next game will be on the road against Methodist tomorrow, and that will wrap up conference play for them. And now on to men's basketball. They also won their last game against Pfeiffer uh, with a score of 120-108. to Tyson Sellers set a program record with 36 points. Their next game is also tomorrow, but it will be here at home at 2 o'clock. And it will also be senior day. And some new sports starting up today. Baseball starts today at 5 o'clock at home against Brevard. And men's lacrosse also starts today, but they will be on the road at Greensboro College. All right, so now we're going to talk about what's going on in sports outside of peace. As most of you know, Super Bowl. Hope most of you got to watch it. Patriots won 13-3. It was a very boring game. Terrible halftime show. <gasps> what? No. Really? Y'all liked it? You guys liked it? Yeah. Okay, the best Sick part, the best the best part, part about the whole Super Bowl was when Adam Levine took his shirt off Agreed. because the game was so boring. It was. That that was the highlight for me. And like on Peace Pop last week, plug plug plug, <laughs> we talked about like when the stigma about women watching the Super Bowl and they only watch for the halftime show or the commercials. And I'm gonna be honest, this game for me was all halftime show. I could not get behind that boring game. Yeah. Like I, mm. it was a very boring game. I don't know. I heard a lot of people saying they didn't like the halftime show, although Sicko Mode was good. I so I got hyped for that. I loved, I loved it. I loved it. Yes. All the classics. He did do all like two thousands pop rocks are like my jam, mm-hmm. and that's like Maroon Five in a nutshell. I feel show. that. I feel that. So I was here for it. Any other thoughts other than Tom Brady? I, it literally pains me that he has six rings now. <laughs> he didn't even play well. No. Nobody played well. Are you kidding That's me? That's why That was the was suckiest boring. Super Bowl I've ever seen in my lifetime. Yeah. The commercials weren't even good either. I'm not going to lie. I didn't watch the commercials. I didn't, I didn't either. I did. I, this was like the first year I didn't really watch the commercials. Good. I, I like just was them. not very like interested in this year's Super Bowl at all. Yeah. I mean, I was pulling for the Rams. Obviously. But, but it just... So yeah, that's the Super Bowl. Um, NBA trade deadline finished up yesterday and the Anthony Davis trade to the Lakers did not happen, but it did cause a lot of drama for the Lakers because the Lakers made several offers with like five of their different players. And, you know, when that ends up not going through, that causes a lot of friction potentially in the locker room. Uh, but the Lakers did win big last night. Uh, Rajon Rondo hit a game winner at the Celtics, uh, which is one of his former teams that he won a championship with. Also, another thing that happened um, with the trades, Harrison Barnes for the Mavericks actually got traded to a new team mid-game. So that was <laughs> interesting. Yeah. Well, right before the Philly game, Sixers traded... Um, mm-hmm. What's his name? Markel Fultz. Yeah. He's gone. I saw Sixers that. Sixers couldn't wait on him anymore. No. They asked. That was um, a Yeah. They asked uh, Coach Brett Brown before the game, like, oh, are you, is he going to, like, return to the lineup anytime soon? And he's like, oh, like, kind of, like, avoided the question. But little mm-hmm. did everyone else know, he's out of here. His time in Philadelphia is done. I mean, he. And as a yeah. Philly fan, I'm like, let's just get 
some like let's just get some talent up in here. You did he get Sixers. Harris though. Tobias yeah. Harris. So. so I'm like Sixers, we're we're here for it. I mean, Philly sports are looking up. I yeah. mean, Eagles looking good. Mm-hmm. Three years in a row, we're looking fresh. Sixers all of a sudden, we're like, hey, we're here and we're competing. Yep. That's new. Flyers have always been good. And Phillies, we'll see. They've we'll got see. the potential. I know. We'll see after spring season if they put it together. But we'll They see. started off good last year and then they kind of fell out, yeah. didn't they? Yeah. And I'm just... Philly sports for like the first time ever, everything's looking okay. And I'm just like, knock on wood, that we're, we'll stay this way. Because I'm really sick of New England and Mm. Boston and that whole thing. Yeah. Of them being like just good at everything and just being like absolute jerks about it. They do have a knack for that. Uh, They're just like, like, New England disgusts me as like a whole like country, like part of the country. Like that whole region, I'm just like not into it. Mm-hmm. Like I hate you. I'm all about like the mid-Atlantic, you know? Feel that. Go Philly. Go Philly. That just blows my mind though. You get traded oh. mid-game. Ooh. And you don't, I don't think he knew. Maybe he did, maybe he didn't. I don't I think don't he did. That's a little salty. Not he got, I think he got traded to the Kings, but like, damn, mid-game? Talk about loyalty, but anywho, uh, and then the last little thing is MLB fans. Spring training starts three days. Pitchers catchers report three days. So look out for that. I'm not that into baseball. You're not. No. Okay. Well. Go Rockies. Woo. Oh god. Oh god. <laughs> I just need the Yankees to get Bryce Harper. That's all I need to happen. The Rockies so. suck. But Are you a Yankees fan? You're. Oh no. Oh god. <laughs> I didn't know that one. Yep. Oh. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Do you not like New York sports either? No, nobody <laughs> likes the Yankees. <laughs> God, I have a lot of hate for sports, but for sports teams, yeah. if they're not Philly, obviously, because I'm like a true and true like Philly fan. I hate everybody. Love Philly to death. Well, there you have it. Go Philly, I guess. That's a Philly, sports Philly, one. Philly, Philly. That's sports. Go Birds. Okay, so as many of you may know, if you go to Peace, there's an Ebony Ball tonight going on on campus. It's from se- It starts at 7, and it goes until 11, and it's at the Architect Building across the street. They've had posters up all around campus, and apparently an issue that was brought to my attention was that there was a poster in one of our elevators here on campus, and someone vandalized it. And um, we're just going to talk a little bit about that, um, because... That's a big issue that's been talked about a lot around campus this week when it happened, the beginning of the week. I think it's especially fitting because we just had Stephanie Reed on, our uh, director of diversity inclusion, on last week on the podcast where she talked all about what her purpose is on this campus. And she and her office put out a statement on WPU Student Life and I think on other platforms, other Instagram accounts through Peace where it basically is just saying that this is not acceptable within the peace community. Um, it was a, like, there's some misconceptions around the ebony ball that this person obviously had to vandalize it like that, and then that if there are any other issues about this, that to contact her. And they left her um, where her office is and her uh, phone number and all that. So I think it, and it was a very speedy Response. Yes, they responded because this was posted a day ago, and I think it got vandalized this week. Yeah, some student found it and are still hanging up in the elevator and reported it. Um, 
and yeah it's a lot of students are angry about it just because oh, yeah that's like it's, unacceptable yeah, yeah and i mean even if you like even if you i don't even know if you didn't want to go to the ball but like someone worked hard on those posters first yeah. off so don't they spent their time their money like don't be rude and vandalize like and it's that, just rude and that dance is being put on by bsu the black student union because one of my teammates on the volleyball team um jasmine she is part of that uh club on campus and i was talking to her yesterday about it well about just like the ball in general and how she's like super excited and that they put all this work into like yeah. organizing this it's supposed to be really cool yeah and i think it's just disheartening because we just had stephanie read on last week talking about lifting up minorities and like this being put on by bsu like that's their whole purpose is mm-hmm. to li- lift up that uh minority at, on our campus so I just think it's disheartening that yeah, yeah. after all this progress that we've had with adding the Office of Diversity and Inclusion and like talking about this and having more conversation that people are still having or like that people still feel like to do something like that. Yeah, that's really yeah. low. I get yeah. that everybody has their own opinions about stuff, but you don't have to. That's like really childish. Yeah. And yeah. Well, if I, you have an issue, just go to the student involvement or just don't go yeah just don't go you don't have to participate but if you have that big of an issue with it go and say go to talk to someone don't vandalize something that like it's just yeah and if you don't agree with it like you don't need to make a comment on it you don't need to do anything about it you don't need to go you don't need to support it. you don't need to do anything with the event just let the event be the event yeah being mature about it which brings us to our next question which andre has Will we ever achieve equality? Because people talk about how, how much progress we've made in the world and all the groups came about trying to fight for their rights, which is just in their own right, of course. But is there ever going to be a state where we have full equality amongst everyone? Um, I can speak from like the women's perspective of that inequality. Um, I was just talking in one of my classes. It's a special topics comm class where we talk about uh, media and society and we're talking about inequality in like TV and movies and like Hollywood in general and the like proportion of like women directors or women behind the camera is like so crazy low that like it's a white boys club directors are is a white boys club and it's very hard for women to break through that and be able to put out these movies like directors that are like getting recognition for women are like actresses because they have weight already because they're major actresses but like women who strictly want to be behind the camera and want to do that as their profession and they don't want to be in front of the camera like it's very hard for them to break through that glass ceiling and like just from the women perspective i think that we're getting places but it's definitely gonna take more time and like it's a long process and like obviously like this all stems from like the physical inequality that there is between men and women like men are physically stronger and that like you think in the 1800s that a woman would take that like take that inequality if she could do something about it like no we wouldn't have took that for a second if we could actually like defend ourselves but no because the physical yeah like inequality we had to wait so long because all these women had to come together as one because it's just very hard to like 
get over that hump. It's a long and I think we're I think we're breaking glass ceilings as women, but it's just gonna it's gonna take time and like we're bridging that wage gap. We're bridging like equal representation in the workplace and like more representation in higher up leadership roles like CEOs, CFOs, like all those types of things. Like we're breaking those glass ceilings, but we're just it's slow. Speaking of the women's perspective on it, did you see how many, I don't know if you watched this, probably not, I was probably the only college student, but uh, the State of the Union address, did you see any pictures or whatever of how many women were there? I did not. Like it was crazy. Was it really? It was pretty cool to see all the women representing. I think this whole like women's movement is amazing. Mm-hmm. But I also think that a lot of, there's a lot of misconceptions about it because they're, I think it's a very liberal movement, and for women on the conservative side, they're afraid to speak up for what they want, because there's a lot of stuff with, like, women's rights, with, like, abortions and all that kind of stuff, and if, like, a woman doesn't believe in that, I don't think that that's wrong. I think you just have a different opinion, and that's okay. So I think that, like, we need to have more voices and different opinions out of women. Mm -hmm. And then going back to, like, Andre's question, like, do you think what was it like equality and will ever happen yeah i don't think my like as much as i would love everybody just like yeah have equality i don't think it would happen just because of like what you were saying like you yeah. have like the conservatives and you have like the liberals yeah well, different and people with different opinions yeah. yeah and everybody has their own opinion which is yeah. fine yeah but depending on what side you're on something's going to lack like you're yeah. not all going to be on the same page yeah yeah which is someone's fine, always, but and someone's always going to have the power mm-hmm. and that's sad to say that we won't achieve perfect equality but i think that's realistic like i don't think anyone well i'm just speaking from my perspective but i personally i don't think i could ever see a world i would love to don't get me wrong i would mm-hmm. love to but i don't think i would i could ever see a world in my lifetime at least that everything is perfectly equal mm-hmm. and i like how would you define like perfectly equal like what are we saying what perfectly equal is i don't think it exists to be honest that's just my yeah my that's point. what i'm saying it's like i don't think we can achieve that because so, there's always going to be more of something whether it's more whites in america whether it's more men in america or more women or whatever like there's always going to be more of something mm-hmm. so they're always just going to have that power because of the numbers and then there's always like money behind it and like well, politics and all that yeah that, that's what i was going back to is like politics as long as you have like differences within the government yeah and stuff like that like the whole country is going to be that way yeah, yeah. So I don't think we can achieve perfect equality. I think but we're I leading. Think, we're getting cl- not closer, but we're working up from where we yeah, were. Yeah, but I think but we're I don't lifting. Think it's going to be. I think we're lifting up minorities more, and we're having more conversations about mm-hmm. it. So I think that's a good improvement. But I feel like we need to strive for more, other than just talking about it. Like talking about it is awesome, and having that conversation and like having that uncomfortability, like kind of go away a little mm-hmm. bit, and just be more comfortable about talking about let's lift up minorities let's lift up women let's do do all this but like when are we gonna actually start doing it Mm -hmm, because we have all like i love seeing these women's marches about like doing what you want to do and everything but like where's the change though you know i think there's a ceiling that's maybe why oh yeah for sure like 
women have all these glass ceilings that we need to break through. Mm-hmm. And, like, so do minorities. And so do all these other, like, marginalized groups. But, like, what are we going to... Like, because it is a smaller group of something, You like, your bark is only so big, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. So, like... When you're outnumbered, like what can you like? What can you do? Like I'm like I don't know what to do. And then going back to talking in like the ebony ball situation, yeah, with the poster, it's like you think with our generation, that like we, there's gonna be something that's gonna be positive, like because yeah. it's like we kind of wanna we wanna see equality more, yeah, than especially at our small campus. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so and then we're right here where all the protests and rallies and stuff go yeah. on. And so you feel like empowered and motivated to go out there and like change the world and stuff. And then like an incident like this happens, and it's just like. Ugh, like I thought we were over yeah. this. Well, yeah. it was something, like, especially that in our generation, something yeah. that was a positive thing. Yeah, like, like it wasn't something that was making. It was just lifting. It was another marginal, like yeah. a marginalized group up, and just having like an event for them. Mm-hmm. Like, what's wrong well, with and that? Other people were invited to. Oh yeah, was it? so that's. Oh yeah, we, like we are, have like a couple of our freshmen on the volleyball team that are going that aren't African American, but like it's for everybody. Like yeah. it's just a sponsored thing by BSU. Like, what is so wrong with that? I just, like, I don't understand what made someone vandalize a poster in an elevator. Like, mm-hmm. what is so bad about a school-sponsored dance? Mm-hmm. And I don't know what was, what I don't know vandalization what was put on was. either. And I'm, uh, like, if we find that out, it might, we might get more insight on what was written, but I don't know what was on there. But I think in our but generation... what I was heard, it was not It wasn't nice. good. It wasn't good. But I think, gener- like, millennials and Generation Z, like, we want to see that like those gaps bridged and those like more unity and like more like fluidity of like acceptance and like you don't need to agree with everything you just need to respect it exactly so i'm like i thought we were a generation of respect and then we have an incident like this on our campus Mm -hmm. and i'm like on our and it's like are you not big enough to just voice your opinions and you have to be empowered and vandalize something like what so just from like me personally I love equality. I wish the world was had more equality <laughs> in it. I agree. But I can but do what I can to help situations. And, like, I think that's what's yeah. cool about having, like, the podcast on yeah. campus like this. It's because we get to sit back and we get to talk about, like, what went down and then, like, yeah. how we reacted to it and everything. So, yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to do my part with equality in the world. And and there will be a story on the Peace Times Online coming Mm -hmm. out about the Ebony Ball for more details if you're interested. Yeah. So that will be coming out soon next week with some interviews and more insight into what happened exactly. Yeah. So keep an eye out for that if you're interested. Yeah. Because that will be the follow-up to this conversation of, like, what are the details? Because we don't really know the details right now. We just know that something was vandalized. And, like, that's kind of the issue right now. And just, like, bringing that into discussion of, like, what is equality and, like, can we achieve this perfect equality that everyone talks about? So, yeah. And that's the end of Peace Talks this week. Thank y'all for coming in. Follow us on social media at The Peace Times on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And Snapchat. And peace out.